My boyfriend won't marry me because I'm an immigrant. Make sure to subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell to turn on notifications. I'm a 29-year-old female and I moved to the United States seven years ago as a grad student from Indonesia. I met my boyfriend who's 30 years old a few months after I moved and we've been together ever since. My boyfriend is a U.S. citizen. After I graduated, we had a serious discussion about where our relationship was headed. I made it very clear that I wanted to eventually get married and have children. My boyfriend echoed the sentiments and I remember asking him if he saw that happening with me because I didn't want to be in a relationship with no future. He told me that he loved me and that we were definitely headed in that direction. As of last week, we've been dating for seven years. We've occasionally talked about marriage, but we were both busy with our respective careers, so the timing didn't seem quite right. However, recently my company announced that there's a chance that my department's work will be outsourced. I'm on an H-1B visa, a temporary worker visa. So this means I need to start looking for a job ASAP if I want to continue staying in the United States. Last week, during our anniversary, I brought this up. I asked him if he thought it was the right time to think about getting married as that will also help with sorting out my visa issues. He looked like he was about to vomit. After much prodding, he confessed that he wasn't planning on us getting married before I was able to to get a green card, a permanent resident card in the United States. I was incredibly confused because he'd never mentioned this before. His reason was that he didn't want to be used as a quote visa mule. These are his words, not mine. So he didn't want to be used as a visa mule by me and that he wanted to make sure that I married him because I loved him and not because it was a ticket to getting to stay in the United States, which can only happen when I get a green card. It took me a while to process what he said. And I asked him if he'd be okay to move to Indonesia with me, which he wasn't. I did not react well and ended up leaving because I could not deal with what just happened. I am still in disbelief. I started dating him because he was the kindest, most thoughtful, and generous man I'd met. I now feel like I've wasted seven years. While the visa issues are certainly a problem, I did not date him with the intention of making him my safety net. I cannot believe that even after nearly a decade together, he doesn't know what kind of person I am. I feel like this relationship is possibly over and it hurts. It hurts so much. What should I do? Jumping forward into the future, there is actually an update. A few days back, I made a post about how my boyfriend of seven years didn't want to marry me because I was an immigrant on an H-1B and he didn't want to be a visa mule. I got a lot of wonderful comments and DMs, a few trolls too. I'm making this update to add to what has transpired since then. But before the actual update to let you know how this all turned out, I want to address some of the things in the comments. Starting with, I've been on an h one B visa for a bit more than two years now. I was on a STEM OPT for about three years after grad school. I had terrible luck with the H-1B lottery and I got one in the last round I was eligible to apply in. Getting permanent residency PR in the US is not easy. I know people who've been here for 15 plus years who are still waiting for their permanent residency. For those of you telling me that I'm a gold digger, you made me laugh. I am aware of the legalities around sponsoring a spouse for a permanent residency including the financial aspect. It shouldn't have been a problem for the following two reasons. Number one, I'm a STEM major. Science, technology, engineering, and math 
who recently shifted into management. I work for a large company and I do quite well for myself. My boyfriend is a teacher and our incomes are not comparable. He earns around 60k a year and I earn close to 300k a year. Number two, we've been living together for six years. We have a shared account to pay for expenses like rents and utilities that we both deposit a percentage of our salary into. The rest of our money goes into our own private accounts and we don't manage each other's money. Number three, because I'm frugal, I've saved up quite a bit of money in the form of savings plus investments. If my boyfriend was worried about the legality of sponsoring me financially for 10 plus years, I would have happily discussed moving the money around. I was even considering buying a house so that we could have made that a joint ownership thing. The point is, we could have figured it out. I haven't relied on him financially ever, and I didn't intend on doing that in the future. And number four, I might not have considered everything, but you have to know that I thought about the marriage for visa thing very recently, only when the threat of possibly having to leave loomed over me. This isn't something I thought about in detail at all. Regarding my situation back home in Indonesia, I come from a very religious and conservative family and had a horrible childhood. My family doesn't support my career choices. I cut contact with my family when I moved to the United States, so they are not in the picture at all. I was on great terms with my boyfriend's family. They loved me. So now for the actual update. My boyfriend is now my ex-boyfriend. I took a few days to collect myself and then I reached out to him wanting to talk. He agreed. It turns out that he has been insecure about earning less than I did for a while now. Apparently, his friends have been poking fun at our relationship, calling me the sugar mommy because I take care of most of the expenses. He never told me this until now. He apparently didn't feel like an equal because our pay differs so much and started feeling that I was only with him as a quick way to get permanent residency here. I was speechless. I couldn't believe that his friends gaslighted him into doubting our relationship. I reminded him how he had supported me me when I was in grad school, like getting me groceries when I had little money to spare, allowing me to stay with him rent free in my last year of grad school to help me minimize expenses so I didn't have to take out a loan, letting me use his car while I was attending interviews. I told him that he did them because he loved me and me taking on the majority of the household expenses since I started working is my way of paying him back for all the things he did for me back then. He said that he gets what I'm saying, but also that he didn't expect me to start earning more than him straight off the bat. I asked him if there was any chance he'd consider going to couples therapy and he declined because he didn't think that he was being unreasonable. He said that he wanted to be the provider in a relationship and that he didn't feel like one in hours. So there's no going back from this unless I quit my job and found another that pays substantially less, which isn't going to happen. Well, long story short, we broke up. His family is in disbelief. They were hoping that he would propose soon. I've moved into an Airbnb for now. But A little bit of good news to end this update with, my company offered me a similar role in a different department. However, this is based out of France and there's a small decrease in pay. I've always dreamed about living in Europe and I've accepted this offer. I've signed the relocation agreement and I'll move to France in the next eight to 12 weeks. Was I the jerk? It's gotta feel like some type of betrayal when the person you've been with for so long who you also believe is on the same page as you, suddenly reveals to you that they think that you might be a visa mule of all things. If that was something he really believed, why wouldn't he have brought that up way before... The simplest answer is probably because he didn't have that idea before. So maybe he was talking to somebody recently and he got that concept in his mind and now it's kind of a brain worm that he keeps thinking about and then she happened to bring up the whole marriage thing at this point and 
that was what was on his mind. That seems more likely than him just secretly harboring this whole visa mule identity that he's applying to her for all of these years. It's also hard to imagine that the boyfriend actually told her to quit her super high paying job to get something that pays substantially less. When it comes to the whole section about wanting to be the provider in a relationship, so much to the point that he wants her to quit this extremely well paying job in order to get a job that paid substantially less so that he can have the relatively higher earning position. Somehow it feels that something was lost in communication there because I don't think there's many people that would want that for their partner unless the job was detrimental to their lives for some reason or was making their life worse but not if they liked the job and it wasn't bothering them and they just wanted them to switch the job so that they could be the provider I'm guessing that there was some sort of non-verbal communication here about this and then the gaps were just filled in or maybe he did admit the whole situation with his friends making fun of him for having a sugar mama and then that was the conclusion the OP came to well the only solution to get his friends not making fun of him is to get a lower paying job. Something like that. To be honest, I don't know if I know anybody that would have this stance where they would be so dead set on being the provider that they would try and knock down their partner in order to fulfill that role. That just seems bizarre. But you never know. Maybe this guy was really affected that badly by the peer pressure of his friends that he actually verbalized and said, quit your job and get a worse one so that I can be the provider, which is strange, but possible. So if you were in this situation, let me know how you would handle it down below in jerk or not a jerk and why. My dad wanted an open marriage and is now furious that my mom hooked up with other people. My parents got married when they were super young. My dad knocked up my mom and their parents married them off. My grandfather was able to set up some business for my dad in a big city and they moved here soon after my birth. My mom grew up in a conservative southern town where she was taught to be a submissive wife and even after moving to the big city she didn't spend much time socializing. She had no friends and never went out. My dad was only there to provide for us. He was always away on business and he wasn't there as a husband for my mom or as a father for me. My dad made a lot of money so we never lacked for anything. Growing up I became my mom's best friend. We would talk about everything. I pushed her to make friends and to find hobbies and after years of pushing she started started going to a nearby park and made her first friend, a gym trainer. Encouraged by her friend and me, she decided to join the gym. She met a few more people there and started having some semblance of a normal social life, but she still continued to tell me everything. I think my dad's new secretary gave him the idea. But he asked my mom for an open marriage almost a year ago. He told her he wasn't happy in their marriage and that she wasn't providing him with everything he wanted. My mom, who is a Christian wife, was mortified and told me about this proposal in tears. I suggested she get a divorce, but she said she didn't believe in divorce and she wouldn't be the one to end their marriage. As my dad pushed, I knew exactly where this would end up if my mom agreed. Her friend and I convinced her. My mom was hesitant at first, but she agreed with the condition that they would be completely transparent with each other. My dad was a middle-aged man, 41 years old, with a belly. And my mom was 39, an athletic woman who worked out regularly. I'm a 22-year-old woman, by the way. And I don't know how my dad was so blind or what he thought would happen. I helped create online dating profiles for my mom almost six months ago after getting an insane number of matches. Choosing from them and chatting with them for months, my mom started hooking up with a few people. Getting all of this attention has provided a massive boost 
to her confidence and she seems better. My dad hooked up with his secretary almost immediately. He's had very little luck with other ladies. With their transparency thing, my mom tells him about all of her hookups. A few weeks ago, my dad screamed at my mom for some minor thing. Usually my mom would have apologized, but with her new confidence, she didn't back down. It's been constant fights the last few weeks. My dad keeps starting fights by making snide remarks about my mom's clothes or appearance. He almost even called my mom a floozy, but stopped himself. I think open marriage finally sunk in. My mom told me he tried to have a conversation about stopping their open marriage, but she immediately shot it down. I think they'll split up. My dad was never there for either of us, but the thought of my parents splitting up still feels weird. I don't feel bad for my dad, but I wish he put effort into this family. I'm happy for my mom though. So if you want to see how this turns out, we can fast forward into the future to the first update. A few days after my previous post, my dad left our home and had a divorce served to my mom in a week. My grandparents didn't know about any of this, but my dad told them when he served the divorce. He also implied to them that my mom was cheating on him. Both sets of grandparents came to our home and started berating my mom. I kept screenshots of all of my parents' communications and my mom showed them to them and it got way worse after that. My grandparents started fighting each other, blaming each other's children for causing all of this. A few days after this, my mom's old church friends came to our home. Back when my mom used to go to church, they used to look down on her for being from a small town. My mom has always been a very caring and non-judgmental person, so she disagreed with their bigotry and they began excluding her from their activities. After she met her gym friends, my mom stopped going to church entirely. These church friends started calling my mom a floozy and she kicked them out. My mom is on a cut right now so she has very defined abs and arms. So along with all the normal stuff getting thrown on her, my grandparents accused her of having a man body and she also had a lot of random transphobia thrown at her. Her trainer friend has been a great support through all of this. She contacted the attorney she used for her divorce and my mom is spending a lot of time at her house. Turns out the business my dad is running is owned by my mom. It was set up by my mom's dad in her name, so it belongs to her. I did not know this until now and I assumed that my dad owned it. The whole situation is a huge mess right now. My dad is living in some hotel and my grandparents left yesterday after a week of fighting and trying to force my parents back together. I know there's a lot more divorce drama to come, but I hope it calms down for now. So, who was the jerk here? It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This whole thing sounds like a complete disaster. And I'm on the same side as the OP when it comes to what did the husband, the dad, think was going to happen? From the way the OP describes her dad, he's a middle-aged, out-of-shape guy. So yeah, he might be able to hook up with a secretary in the office. But if he had plans to just go out in the street and just meet random girls, he's probably been out of the dating scene for so long, he's lost touch with reality. Not to say that that can't happen, but it seems to be more of the exception than the rule. And the mom has what the OP describes as an insane number of people trying to hook up with her. Sometimes that's just how it goes. Although it wasn't the number one main focus of the story, it sounds like the OP really was bothered by her dad's absence throughout that entire time. But the OP also says that she never had to worry about anything financially ever. So part of that trade-off comes with the dad working as much as he did. I think a lot of times when people grow up without any financial stress whatsoever, it kind of changes your perspective in the sense that it's not really even a factor. One thing is definitely not better than the other, but it just made me think when she said my dad was never there for either of us, which definitely sounds true emotionally, but it sounds like he was still supporting his family, which not every parent does. That's not really the point, but that part stuck out to me for some reason. So if you were in this situation, would you go for the divorce or try to make it work somehow? And who was the jerk here? I want to adopt my sister because my dad died, but my wife refuses because we agreed on no children. Is there any way to fix this? I'm a 28-year-old male and I've been married to my wife, who's also 28, for two years. We do not have any kids and we do not plan to. I have a little sister who is 11 years old. Due to the age gap, I am more like a father than a brother. My father passed away from pancreatic cancer. There are two options for my sister. Either I take her in or my uncle, my dad's brother. So we asked her who she wanted and she chose me. Here's the problem. My wife and I decided that we did not want kids. So she does not want to adopt my sister, especially since my uncle can. But my sister has no parents now and I want to make sure she's able to recover and be healthy since she wants to be with me. I will not force her to be with her uncle. This is causing a lot of tension with my wife. Things escalated and I finally told her I am doing this, whether she agrees or not. She can either accept it or we get divorced. We haven't talked since then. So what can I do in such a situation? Fast forwarding into the future for the update, I talk with my wife again. She still refuses as she does not want kids. So basically we decided 
decided to go our separate ways. She said, you really are choosing your sister over me? I told her I don't want to get into this discussion again, but if that's what you want to hear, then fine. Yes, my sister takes the priority now. I am choosing her over you. This was our last conversation, and I've been living with my sister for one week now. Being a single fatherish brother is definitely challenging, but I'm really enjoying it. Was I the jerk? I think this worked out in the only way that it could have worked out. Clearly, to the wife, not having kids was a very important thing, and this sad set of circumstances forced that to be the case for her to have kids, whether she wanted to or not. And for the OP, obviously, turning away his sister wasn't even an option. So really, there was no other way for this to go. I know there are a lot of people that are faulting the wife, but you can't really just expect someone's entire worldview to flip overnight when something like this happens suddenly. Maybe she eventually would have warmed up to it, but even if that was the case, who knows what kind of resentment she would hold for the rest of the marriage. So all things considered, this is probably the best way it could have turned out, despite it being a sad situation where an 11-year-old girl loses her father. So if you were the husband in this situation, what would you have done? Would you have taken in the sister or turn the sister over to the uncle so you could stay with your wife? Let me know down below. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories in this series, use the playlist at the top of the description. And next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search for cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you use for copyright free music to use for your stream. It's free cream of the stream. Either way, thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you guys next time.